You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hello, AP. Hi, Murph. So we have no idea what time of day you listeners are listening to this episode, but do you think anyone out there in podcast listener land might be drinking a craft beer while they're tuning in? Oh, great question. I'm going to guess someone or several someones are. Does that mean that you're drinking a craft beer right now? Well, no, it is only uh, 1 p.m., so I am having a soft drink right now, but uh, I kind of wish I was now that we're talking about it. Uh, Are you? Oh, gosh, no, I'm not either. I am drinking my soda as well, but I do have a Big Grove hat on right now. Does that count? Absolutely. And the reason I bring up beer at this time of day is because, well, there's never a bad time of day to talk about craft beer, but it's also the topic of this episode. Yes, very true. So early on while we were doing our route planning like not we're not planning the route but we were planning about what we're going to talk about and what we were going to be interested in sharing about the route of Rag Bright 50 we discovered that there are actually quite a few breweries along the way. I know there are are actually a lot of breweries and for those of you who enjoy craft beers you are going to have a great opportunity this year to try lots of Iowa made beer Iowa created beer. Mm. And even if you do not consume alcohol, uh, every brewery that I talked to in this podcast episode had non-alcoholic options. And a lot of the breweries brew their own non-alcoholic options. No, that's really cool. Because I think people just like to have options. And options there are. I mean, let's not forget about our very own Ragbri beer, which is Tailwind from Big Grove. And that's a tasty, tasty beer. Yes, yes. So I reached out to a bunch of the breweries along the route, and that's what you're going to hear today are some of those interviews. And I also was lucky enough to spend some extra time chatting with Chad from Big Grove Brewery. So it, you know, he talks a little bit about the history of Big Grove and the partnership he has with Ragbri. So that part was really cool. Yeah. Oh, and that brand new Big Grove here in Des Moines is one of my very favorite places to visit. I guess brand new, it's about a year old now, almost exactly a year old. So it's really, really, really cool. Yeah, and it's really close to the capital. So it's kind of, you know, right there on the route. And of course, there's a Big Grove under construction where I live here in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. So they're taking over Iowa one town at a time. (laughs) (laughs) And the Uh, nice thing about uh, Iowa breweries is, you know, there are all these places that you can stop along the route. But then also every single day, if it's your thing, we've got two uh, on-route entities that people can see every day. That's right. We have the Iowa Craft Beer Tent and the Iowa Beer Bus, which are awesome, awesome places to stop and get a cold one. Yes, and non-alcoholic options at both of those places too. So oh, absolutely, yeah. Yep. One, one of my right. favorite things to do, one of my favorite things to do at those um, stops is to have a root beer float. So definitely recommend Ooh. that if they have the ice cream option that day. So cheers to this. Let's get right into it. Okay, sounds good. Well, I would like to welcome Betsy and Joe to the podcast. Hey, guys. 
Hey. So, uh, spoiler alert, I have already learned the proper way to say this brewery, but you guys are from, let me say it, let me hope I can say it right, Hazelig Brewery? Nailed it. Very good. Okay, so um, tell us where you're located. We are located in Newton, Iowa. Okay. And um, we are here at what is now called Legacy Plaza. Mm -hmm. The the address is 403 West 4th Street North. And we are in Legacy Plaza, which was at one time Maytag headquarters. Oh, that's some cool, interesting history. It is, and you can really see it in a lot of the landmarks in this little neighborhood. Okay, well, I know the listeners are eager to find out more about the beers you produce and what they can expect while they're on Ragbri, but I want to go back to the name of your brewery because it's such an interesting story. Yeah, it is. So um, the word Hasselig is a Dutch word. And there is no direct English translation, but what the meaning is behind it is that warm, comfortable feeling you get when you are with loved ones. So our tagline for um, Haselig is it's like a liquid hug, and we've actually named a beer Liquid Hug Lager after that tagline. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. And tell the listeners how it's spelled so when they see it, it definitely looks different than how it's pronounced. It sure does. It is spelled G-E-Z-E-L-L-I-G. Perfect. Okay. Hazelig Brewery. And uh, tell the listeners, maybe Betsy, do you want to start? Tell us what you do there. And also let's find out from Joe. Of course. So I am one of two owners. So I'm a co-owner. We are 100% female owned. And I am also the managing um, owner. So I'm here on site. I do a lot of the behind the scenes things, a lot of beer traffic control here. And um, then we have Joe, who is really instrumental, and I'll let him introduce himself. Yeah, so I've been head brewer here for the last year and a half, uh, going on two years. Uh, I've been brewing professionally since 2005, so I've been around for a while. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like Betsy and I will go over different beers that we want to brew, and I will uh, develop recipes for those. He makes the magic happen. Well, I was going to say, you're making it sound so easy. Like, oh, I just, you know, you talk about what you like, and then (laughs) I just brew up a batch. But it's way more than that. (laughs) It is, but uh, (laughs) we've I've had a lot of experience, so it 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 almost is that easy after a while. But uh, it you, you just learn after you know those that many years of brewing. Sure, sure. Well, and congrats, Betsy, on being a, a female-owned business. That's really awesome. Yeah. Well, do you want to give us like a brief history of how you got to be in the place you are now? Sure. Um, so Hasselic is four years young, mm-hmm. which is eight four years through our recent pandemic and in our very early beginning, a government shutdown. So we've led a million lives, I would like to say. Initially, we were intended to be in a location that has a strong Dutch heritage. Mm. Um And we did not end up there. So I like to say that we were welcomed with open arms into Newton, Iowa as Dutch refugees. So (laughs) here we are. And now we have over 21 um, national awards for our beers under our belt in the four short years we've been here. Wow, that is impressive. 
And, you know, right there in Newton, Iowa, which, you know, all the riders are going to be coming through there. So um, definitely a place that they want to stop and check it out for some beers, but also just to find out more about you guys. Absolutely. And Joe is actually going to be riding a leg. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably ride a few days. I'll probably ride the uh, Ames to Des Moines and I'll be wearing my jersey, uh, you know, sporting the Hazelic jersey and uh, spreading the information to everybody. Okay. I want to know more about this jersey, but first, Joe, will you be uh, carrying a backpack full of samples that we would need um, to I'm... grab you? <laughs> I'm actually working on that. Um, oh, wow. Trying to figure out a way to pull maybe a keg with me and give samples along the ride. So we'll see. Well, I know I'll be looking for you for sure. But uh, <laughs> so uh, along, you know, you, you can mention the jersey if you want to. But tell the listeners some of the things that you offer at the brewery. So we have a wide range of beers, anywhere from fruited sours, pale lager, uh, we have nice hazy IPAs, and we even have some dark porters on tap. So we have a wide range from one extreme to the other on tap that people will be able to enjoy. We also have uh, beer cocktails as well available, mm. uh, which is new for us over the last couple of weeks. So those have been going well. As, you know, It'll be a good variety for everybody to try. Sure. Do you also have options for people that don't consume alcohol? We do. We always carry a variety of craft sodas. Oh, okay. We have non-alcoholic beers available produced by others. Mm-hmm. And we always have uh, free water. Okay, excellent. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. This is kind of like talking about your children, but Betsy, you go first. Do you have a favorite beverage on the menu? Um, I like to say the ones that sell really well. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, but what is in my fridge? In my fridge right now would be our porter. Mm. It's just a really nice clean porter called a uh, TV dinner. So that's that's kind of what I'm drinking right now. Okay. And how about you, Joe? Uh, for me, I kind of go through phases. Um, but right now, um, I would say sipping on hops and juice. It's a nice, easy drinking, uh, hazy IPA. Mm. That's about 5.8%, 6%. Um, so it's nice and easy drinking for a night hot weather. And I do not have any of your beer in my fridge, but if I did, I'm pretty confident it would be the sour that you mentioned. And what one's, what is that called? Uh, so right now we have watermelon slice on tap Ooh. and it's a nice watermelon character. Um, you know, not super sour, but it's got a little bit of sweetness in there as well. It tastes uh, so like pretty well balanced. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thirsty for it right now. <laughs> So let's get into, we already know you have plenty of great beers to offer. You're female-owned. You're in Newton, Iowa. Joe has been brewing beer for a very long time. So what can riders expect as they roll through town and find your brewery? So we are a halfway point, and we are super excited. We always offer shade. I know it's hot. Mm-hmm. All- Really hot during Rag Bright, and luckily this neighborhood is shaded like crazy. It's beautiful. Um, we have plenty of bathrooms, but we also have planned some pop-up yoga hmm. and massages. Both table and chair massages will be offered here. We're going to have a free swap table, and an acoustic band will be playing. We're always family and pet friendly as well outside in our uh, outdoor courtyard. So 
that is what we will have to offer. And if people are, you know, hearing this and want to know more about your brewery for Ragbri, but also just any time of the year, will you share some of your contact information? Of course. So we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. And we also have a um, webpage, and that's just tosellitbrewing.com. By chance, will you be selling your jerseys? I will have a few spare jerseys for sale. Aha. So, stickers and all of the things. Awesome. Well, I will speak on behalf of all Ragbri riders who enjoy craft beer. Uh, we are excited to come see your brewery, uh, especially, you know, in Newton as a halfway stop. It's actually halfway on the route, too. So it'll be just a great, refreshing stop. Absolutely. We're planning it that way. All right. Well, thank you both so much for popping on the podcast. Of course. Thank Thanks you. for your time. Okay, next up we have Andrew, and Andrew is from Brightside Aleworks. Hey, how are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're very happy to have you and to have you along the route this year for Regbri. Well, why don't you start out by um, telling us maybe what role you play at Brightside and also um, maybe a brief history? I'm a brewer owner, but I do have some very competent staff, assistant brewers, tavern managers, and servers. So um, I'm very grateful for those people. Uh, Brightside has been around for, it will be six years. Oh, wow. Um, in October. Yep. The auspicious date of October, Friday the 13th, 2017, <laughs> I think. Yep. Um, yep. We have been around. Uh, we've expanded since then with a patio, a sidebar event space. And we've just uh, acquired some new equipment too. That'll help us uh, fill in some some uh, gaps in our profile, add some lagers, get room to uh, barrel-aged beers, things like that. Yeah. Wow. And tell the listeners exactly where you're located. We are located in Altoona off of exit 143 by hy and Pizza Ranch. Everybody kind of knows where hy and Pizza Ranch are in any town, so that's kind of the, the uh, markers. Mm-hmm. We are about one mile off of the main route that's going to come through uh, Altoona on the 27th. And tell us about some of the offerings you have. Like, I'm, you know, I know since you're the owner, you probably can't pick a favorite beer, but do you want to tell <laughs> us a few of few of the popular ones? Sure. Yeah, let's, to be uh, Ragbri specific, we're going to have 16-ounce uh, can formats of a little bit of everything. We'll mm. have a New England IPA called Hazy Diamond Bling Sauce. That's really good. We'll have our Irish Red, Red Side in cans available. And we're moving some of our uh, taproom exclusives, also in a 16-ounce cans, for Ragbri. Mm. We have the uh, Pastry Sour. It's a wonderful pie that is uh, blueberry and graham cracker and pie crust. Whoa. And then, yeah. And then uh, we have something fun, too. Uh, this is a gluten-free sour seltzer made with Iowa honey um, flavored with raspberry and lemon um, called Shoop Badoop. It's a gluten-free <laughs> sour seltzer. Yep. So those will be in cans to go. And then additionally for Ragbri, we'll have some cans available from our friends from Pulpit, uh, Dimensional, Marto, and uh, Barntown. So, yeah. And how are riders going to be able to find you? Is it going to be at your brick-and-mortar location, or will you be somewhere on the route other than that? So we will have a couple 
uh, offerings in draft at the Iowa Beer Tent on stops. Mm. Um, our tap room will be opening up at 8 a.m. that day for to-go stuff and uh, limited, uh, you know, inside. And then uh, personally, I'm actually helping plan the events that day for Altoona. So I will be at the Spring Creek Sports Complex kind of emceeing and overseeing all of that just to make sure it goes off with uh, with limited hitches. But we will also have our Brightside beer there at the uh, event space at the Spring Creek Sports Complex at the beer tent as well. Okay, so that means riders on Wednesday of Ragbri will be able to actually get, you know, beers to go from your place. But if I'm hearing you right, they will have opportunities to drink your beer all week long. Yep, yep. We'll be on different uh, stops with a craft beer tent. I think we'll be on a stop in Ames with Thirsty Pigs. And then, yep, Altoona will be the big day. We'll you be able to get us wherever you are at in town. Okay. And then let's say, you know, you've got a husband and wife team. Uh, one of them drinks beer, the other doesn't. Are there other offerings that you have maybe that are non-alcoholic? Sure. We have uh, some great non-alcoholic craft sodas from Millstream, another brewery here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then we also have um, a new product line um, that Lua and Climbing Kites launched, those uh, THC-infused beverages hmm. um, for the people that are wanting that experience. Um, and yeah, uh, some of our, uh, some of those gluten-free seltzers also hit that, uh, that profile of not beerish, sure. but, uh, you know, more free flavorful that, uh, a introductory beer drinker might, uh, move towards. Okay. Sounds good. And how about contact info or website or a social media page? If people want to learn more about Brightside. Sure. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, uh, Brightside Aleworks. I think our Insta account is the same, at Brightside Aleworks. Taproom at brightsidealeworks.com is the main uh, email for people looking to um, find out more or book events or things like that. Awesome. Well, is there anything else I didn't mention that you want to say? Um, that, I think that's the gist of it. I'm just looking forward to a great week. I think there's going to be lots of fun each day, lots of great breweries here in Iowa. I'm just glad to be a part of it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Andrew, for your time. And we all look forward to uh, seeing you on the Ragbri route. Thank you so much. Next up, we have Millstream Brewing, and with me is Steve Charlier. How are you, Steve? Hey, thanks. I appreciate uh, the time. Good to talk to you. Yeah. Well, by the time riders um, get towards your side of the state, um, they're going to be well-versed on riding their bikes and, you know, all the stuff that happens throughout the day on Ragbri. So they've got to make sure that they stop at Millstream. Do you agree? (laughs) I agree. I just hope they're thirsty. And and I knowing <laughs> knowing Ragbrack for several years, I, I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah, exactly. And you're in my neck of the woods. So, of course, I, I know Millstream Brewing very well. But um, tell the listeners what role that you play at Millstream and also maybe a brief history. Yeah, so I'm one of the co-owners of the brewery. We took it over about a little more than two years ago. Oh, okay. There have only, only been a few owners of of Millstream Brewing Company in the 35 plus years it's been in existence. So we're Iowa's first craft brewery, uh, first ever one in the state wow. of Iowa. Wow, okay. 
it was founded by a couple of guys who were brewing some German beers, you know, in their garage in the uh, early 80s. And um, they started here officially in 1985. Today, it's the ninth oldest operating brewery in the country. In the so, country. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, the, the brewery itself, when we think of 1985, that doesn't sound very old to at least somebody my age. But when you're talking brewing years, that's that's pretty good for the craft brew side of the business. Sure. And you mentioned, um, you know, way back when those two guys were in the garage and you had a, a German background there. Will you tell the listeners how that makes sense to where you're located? Sure. So the Amanan colonies are made up of seven colonies, and it was a German settlement back in the 1800s. Um, and if you're familiar with the area or not, it's it's they were colonized and they shared communal kitchens, uh, communal farms, but the farms were spread out every so many miles. So Amana colonies is 27,000 acres. It was privatized in, in the early 1930s. Mm. And the shares of land were given out to the families whose ancestors founded it. And it's a mixture of families with a long lineage in Amana and private businesses like ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so honestly, it's one of the prettiest locations in Iowa. I think you get a lot of history, you get a, some nice, good old fashioned Iowa corn and bean fields on the way into town. There's a beautiful lake and just some really cool businesses, good homegrown products and, and what I think is the best beer and, and craft soda in the state. Awesome. And you definitely get still have a German feel as you come into town. So um, we've talked about it several times on the podcast previously. So hopefully riders will already be prepared to come into Amana. So once they get there, right, they're going to find Millstream Brewing and tell us what you offer. You know what? We've got about 22 different beers on tap and wow. another 15 in cans. So it started, in, and honestly, when you see the place for the first time, you'll say, where does all that come from? Plus another 10 craft sodas that we brew. Mm. And so a, a massive variety. Our base is German beers. We've got a gold, um, World Cup gold medal award winning amber and uh, uh, stout that are fantastic. But in the last few years, we've added another 20 different varieties of beer and we're experimenting every week. We um, kicked off our Oktoberfest a week early this year so we could make sure and have plenty on hand for the riders. Mm. So anybody looking for their first taste of Oktoberfest on a ride, um, I would tell you this is your stop. Um, and then honestly, I think after four or five days of pedaling, um, there might be some folks out there that are in need of a free beer. So we've got some free beer surprises uh, waiting for riders. So Ooh, okay. I would tell people, look, as you're making the trip from your overnight stop in Tama, uh, you know, down into Iowa County and into Millstream, and you'll probably find some places that you can uh, stop and get a free beer coupon and come in. And we want to try to buy as many first rounds of beer as we can. And we've got music planned for the entire day. We've got, I think, something like 70 taps set up. And you know what I love about Millstream? It's still a good place where you can get a $5 beer. Mm. So, you know, we, we, we're a beautiful kind of picturesque setting. Um, just good people. We want to make sure you have fun. Cool off if you need to. Get a beer if you need to. Dance if you want to. You know, have a good time. We just want to welcome you to town. And I think you briefly touched on it, but do you have non-alcoholic options for people who um, do not want to consume beer? Yeah, we one of the secrets here, or, or not so well kept secrets, is we'll brew about ten thousand barrels of products this year, and about five thousand barrels are soda, craft soda. Ah. So Millstream root beer, cream soda, great sarsaparilla, 
uh, black cherry, orange cream soda, ginger beer. So we have, uh, and we have uh, seasonal varieties. So yeah, tons of soda and, and soda is, is probably one of our biggest distributor products. We distribute to nearly all 50 states with our sodas right now. Oh, wow. Okay. So riders can get it uh, when they're off the bike too. Absolutely. Look forward to, you know, major grocery stores, or if you're coming in from out of state, you know, a lot of the specialty little bottle shops and, and things like that carries your specialty soda stands. Okay. So as I come to Millstream, I'm guessing I'm going to get a German, like a Hefeweizen kind of drink, because that's what I love to drink there. But yep. what's your favorite? Like, what do you think? Oh, wow, that's tough. It changes by the day, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, on a big hot day like today, I'm going to go for a nice German Pilsner, or we have like a Nordic Pilsner, we call it. It's similar to a Czech style. Um, we have something that, that sounds kind of odd, but if you try it, it's fantastic. It's called Pants Off, Dance Off Pistachio Cream Ale. Oh, my so gosh. It's, <laughs> it's an Iowa corn-based cream ale that is just a smooth and creamy with just a hint of pistachio. And I know it sounds a little odd, but when you drink it, it's not sweet. It's not really savory. It's just got this neat little finish on it. And I would tell you, if you haven't tried that before, um, grab that one. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you, get your first Oktoberfest of the year here because we really do love the Oktoberfest. The Amana water is is really good to brew with. We really don't have to treat it much. It's 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 just easy to brew for a good hearty beer. And so I think our Oktoberfest compares to none. And it's I mean, I'm not a brew brewer. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah. I don't brew beer. So just the fact that you are thinking ahead for Oktoberfest beer, and here we are in July, like it's, you know, I think of I'm going to make something and then I'm going to drink it, where you have to make it ahead of time and let it, whatever it does in those big tanks, so that it's ready for us when we come through. Yeah, so think about the the style or the variety of Oktoberfest. It's a Marzen which, you know, in German, that's March. It's a March beer. Ah. So, and, and ironically, we start around the last days of March, early April, making our Oktoberfest. We'll go through, um, man, somewhere around 800 barrels of Oktoberfest, or I'm sorry, 800 kegs of Oktoberfest mm. this year. So we're starting really, really early. Um, and, and so we want it ready and on all the store shelves and in the taps by August 1st. And we really get a sell window of like August, September, and October. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as once you get into that November time period, you know, you start looking for those fun holiday beers and people start to switch to the pumpkins and the, you know, maybe some of the even darker stuff. So we really try to get it out there. And then some guy named Sam Adams started releasing it earlier and earlier <laughs> over the years. And so the request from our distributors is, can you have it out, you know, when the national Oktoberfest? So, you know, we, we get that question a lot in July is why are you talking about Oktoberfest in July? But um, we released it last week in house and I can tell you it tastes just as good as July as it does in October. So we know Millstream Brewing people, riders will go through it on Friday. So we're almost done with RAGBRAI by the time we get there. But in the meantime, do you have contact info or a place that people can go to find out more? Yeah, millstreambrewing.com, or you can check us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we'll have plenty of updates throughout the ride. Uh, and we'll be letting people know what we've got going on. But yeah, bands all day. Um, beer all day, plenty of stops, and, you know, just a great place to relax for a couple hours while you're coming through. Awesome. And, riders, you heard it here first. There are opportunities to get some free beer coupons, so be on the lookout for that. Sounds good. Yes.
free free beer. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a seldom uttered phrase on the Rag Life Rye Path. So we yes. want to make sure we're the one. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for being on the podcast. Thank you. Okay, riders, you've had a big, long week of riding, and once you hit the river, of course, it's a very dramatic day, you know, dipping your tire in the river, but there's also a brewery to stop at, so I'd like to welcome Kelly to the podcast. Hi there. Well, tell us, Kelly, where you are located and the name of your business. So we are uh, Front Street Brewery. Uh, we will, as of October, will have been around for 31 years. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So our original location is where our restaurant is now on River Drive in Davenport. It's um, a little further uh, east of where the dip site is. But our tap room and uh, our brewery is uh, actually the nearest uh, liquor license holder to where the dip site is going to be at uh, the end of uh, the ride. So literally, riders can dip their tires, get their selfies, get their photographs, and meander right over to your place. Absolutely, yeah. We'll have people handing out uh, buy one, get one tickets and directing people over there. So uh, it, it won't. It, it's not hard to find. Sweet. Okay, <laughs> so Front Street Brewery. And do you want to give us, I think your history is pretty cool. Do you want to give us a brief history of Front Street? Yeah, so uh, started in uh, 93, or I'm sorry, uh, 92. Uh, then of course the uh, the flood happened in '93. Uh, floods are uh, a common theme within the Front Street's history. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean we Steve and Cindy started it uh, then, and they pretty much just had a restaurant. And Steve wanted to brew beer for um, the restaurant uh, goers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, he stumbled upon Cherry Bomb Blonde, which is our uh, flagship beer. It's our, our best seller by far. Um, and People begged him to distribute it for years and years, and he kind of went kicking and screaming into it and finally did. And, I mean, now uh, we have two locations, and, I mean, we sell we sell quite a bit of Cherry Bomb Blonde. That's that's our, our biggest seller by far. I that's mean, I've, I've had... I've had people from New York, uh, Florida, Arizona, all over the country asking if uh, they can get uh, some of our beer. So Wow. I was hopeful that you were going to say that that original beer still exists and is still popular. Yes, uh, that is uh, our Davenport Gold. It's called Goldilocks Now. That's one of our originals. Raging River is named after the 93 flood. That's uh, We still brew that. So, yeah, I mean, m- much of our beer that we still brew is uh, original. And then I think we have, at any given time, say, 15 beers on tap. So, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a favorite beverage? I know it's hard to say, but do you have a favorite? So I really like our Baroness, which is a red ale. Um, and But uh, they just brewed this uh, one called uh, American Beauty, which is a brown ale. Hmm. That's actually quite good. I've been drinking a lot of that lately. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it is your job, right? So you can say that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had, I've had worse jobs than uh, drinking around or sitting around and, and drinking beer. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, can you tell us what sort of plans you have set up for us when we come through on Ragbride? So um, there's always a farmer's market uh, in between basically where the dip site is and um, our brewery. It's in the parking lot of the uh, Modern Woodman Ballpark. And that should be, I mean, depending on what time the riders get in or whatever, that should be kind of dissipating. Mm-hmm. 
you know, the vendors will be moving out and everything. So, I mean, people can bring their buses there and park. Uh, there's a field right there. Uh, it's usually a soccer and rugby field. Uh, I know they park in there and everything, but I mean, yeah, come on down. And uh, like I said, we're going to be doing buy one, get ones for all riders. Um, I know traffic might be a little bad and, and everything. And I know a lot of people like to kind of get out of town uh, right when uh, right when they stop. But I mean, we are right there so you might as well have one beer and you know we have a really good view of the river really big patio so there's something to be said though after finishing 500 miles especially if it's going to be hot that day uh a nice cold beer is pretty inviting oh absolutely yeah i mean i've, I've done right right two years before and one year we did stop in davenport and i actually uh rode my bike home that day i should not have done that <laughs> but uh but no yeah we've i got home showered and then right back downtown and uh yeah i i enjoyed a few cold ones so are you going to get to ride rag by this year i uh, i i don't think so I, i'm going to try to do maybe one day uh saturday i'm going to be out corralling people over to to our brewery so i don't think i'll be able to ride but uh yeah i mean we'll see our team is called uh poor decisions p-o-u-r decisions nice so yeah so um yeah if you if any of you folks uh see them out there uh you know stop and have a beer with them or stop and have some pie i'm sure uh jeff and mike and all the guys will be uh eating every day eat how much pie so (laughs) will you have any sort of like merchandise or jerseys or anything that people can take home with them after they've had their delicious beer uh so we will not have jerseys unfortunately i'm trying for that maybe next year i mean that's that's something we probably should have talked about i don't really do the merchandise but um i am actually not sure if we're gonna have like a individual like right bry stop or anything but we do have uh merchandise we always have clothes we always have stickers uh you can take home a growler uh you know we do we always have a bunch of merchandise in our cages so so then here's a good question. If you uh, sell growlers and, you know, people are finishing RAGBRAI, they're loading up their cars, and maybe some of them have a long drive ahead of them, can you fill up the growlers before they take they take off? Absolutely. We can fill those up. We also sell uh, four packs of our beer at the, uh, at the stop. Oh, nice. Um, we package uh, about five different kinds of beer. And um, I'm not sure, but we might even, if, if on Right Bride, we might be doing a, uh, like a four-pack sampler of everything. So, mm. but yeah, I mean, we, we, we've got a bunch of growlers to, to fill, so okay. bring them down. And uh, so someone like me at that point in the week will probably want something a little bit lighter. Um, do you have a suggestion of what you have on tap that I would maybe enjoy? So uh, Cherry Bomb Blonde is actually a very light beer. Uh, it's kind of more of a tart cherry. It's not really super sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, and, I mean, that it, it, it appeals to a lot of different people. Our Davenport Gold is probably our lightest beer. That's just like a really light ale. We've also got uh, Mahalo, which is a pineapple rather. So that's on the sweeter side. But that's if it's a really hot day at the end of July, I mean, it's a perfect day to be drinking mahalo sure and then we also have uh juicy lucy which is a pineapple sour mm. that's uh quite popular right now so i love sours yeah. when it's really hot yep yeah. and we always have a um a cider it's uh, in illinois a little further away from us we've got a cider on tap all the time um I, one or two rotating handles from different quad city breweries so i mean oh, cool. we, we've got a pretty big selection there's something for every beer drinker at okay. our uh, tap room so then what about the people who maybe aren't into actual like craft beer? Do you have other options? 
So we do have uh, slushies. So we have Ooh. a rosé slushie, which is uh, quite popular. We also have our cherry bomb and our mahalo, which is beer, but it's mixed in with the ice. Oh. And uh, something that's actually quite popular is uh, you get a shot of Malibu with the uh, mahalo. And uh, yeah, it's it'll it'll cool you down. It's it's pretty it's a pretty nice treat. Okay, I'm starting yeah. to be excited, and yeah. the fact that you ha- are going to be passing out uh, buy one get one or two for ones or whatever you said that that mm-hmm. could be helpful, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then for uh, non-alcoholic drinkers, of course, I'm assuming that you'll have like water and soda available as well. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Any um, sort of like social media or Facebook that people can go to to look at before they get there? So it's uh, Front Street Brewery Tap Room. And then our uh, restaurant is uh, Front Street uh, Brewery um, Pub and Grill. And uh, so we have two Facebook pages. But yeah, I mean, if you just look us up, uh, we're on there. Uh, we've got, I'm sure, I think we'll have live music that day. I'm sure we'll have somebody. I don't know who it is yeah. uh, at this point, but we'll have people there. And I mean, it'll be, it's just a good time. It's always a good time. I mean, I mean even if um, you don't necessarily, you don't want to beat the crowd or whatever, if you ever come back to the Quad Cities to ride, um, you know, we're a really good stop. We're right on the bike path. The Quad Cities has over a hundred miles of bike path. Wow. So, I mean, it's a uh, really, I mean, and it's all pretty much circuitous. So, I mean, you can drop your car off some point ride for, I don't know, 30 to 50 miles and hit your car and get right back in. So we're kind of lucky. I've been to a few different places in the country and they do a lot lot, uh, more populated uh, places and they do not have the bike paths that we do in the Quad Cities. That's awesome. And I'm sure there'll be people who finish the ride and wait till the next day to, you know, head back to their homes. So Mm -hmm. um, this is a great opportunity to check out Davenport and Front Street Brewery. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for coming on the podcast, and we will see you in a few weeks. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, next up is a very famous brewery, Big Grove Brewery, and with us is Chad Young. Hey, Chad. Hey, hey, how are you? Good. So glad to have you on our brewery tour and uh, being on the podcast to talk about Big Grove. And I'm sure unless somebody lives under a rock, Ragbri riders should know Big Grove is a big deal. I would hope so. That's uh, <laughs> all the all the events and uh, doing Ragbri for this many years. Uh, we've got to meet so many uh, great people. And we, well, hopefully we've, we've, we've left a good impression with them. Ho- yeah. Hopefully something to remember for a long time. Yeah. And actually Big Grove is called the official brewery of Ragbri and uh, lots of good beers. We'll get into that in a second. But the one that riders may recognize is a beer called Tailwind. And um, I don't want to spoil it. So you tell us what Tailwind is all about. Yeah. So, you know, we when we went down this uh, path for this project to making a beer, you know, especially for Ragbri, you know, knowing, you know, what people are looking for and just the the range that everybody experiences, you know, we wanted something that was super approachable. And that uh, landed us with a golden ale, mm. which, you know, when you think about dark beers and IPAs that are have a much more, you know, forward hop profile and things like this, golden ales are just, they're nice, they're delicate. If you're like, you know, very familiar with like domestic range where, um, 
you know, don't think just, you know, bland like that. Mm -hmm. This one has some really good flavor, but again, delicate and very easy to drink. In past years, the actual Ragbri Overnight Towns were on the can. Is that the case this year as well? Yep, yep. We're repeating that um, the same. It, You know, we put the Ragbri, the, the current logo, on the front of the can too, and then with the towns on there. So, you know, it hopefully adds, you know, something that's also makes it really special and collectible because um, we know, like, through Ragbri, when it comes to remembering the journey and you know all the places they go and the events they get to do the friends they make it's just one of those things that kind of puts a little uh symbol and like hopefully stirs up a good memory for everybody heck yeah and just think of people who don't live in iowa taking back a can of tailwind and it's got the you know ragbri logo the towns that they went through sitting on the shelf or maybe in the fridge i guess you know they want to drink it too <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because uh you know i don't know what the exact number is but something like 75 percent of the people in ragbri are not from iowa mm. and uh you know i I'm lucky enough to, I take part of Ragbri uh, for the entire week and uh, you meet so many people and they get to know you because you see their faces uh, every day over mm -hmm. and over. And uh, yeah, I get a lot of really pleasant messages, whether it's through Instagram or emails and uh, people just gathering and uh, there's this uh, group of ladies from Georgia and they sent me some pictures and started sending me pictures two years ago and they're just holding up pictures. I hang out in their backyard with a, a can of tailwind oh, saying, nice. hi, I can't yeah. wait to see you next year. So yeah. Oh, that's for, awesome. Makes for a very special connection for sure. Yeah. And for those who have not made that special connection yet, will you maybe give a brief um, history of Big Grove and also what you, what role you play there? Yeah, absolutely. So Boy, this is our 10-year anniversary, so I'll, I'll try to keep the, you know, the history as condensed as I can here because there's a, it's a pretty special time for when you come to a, a, mo a moment like this, an anniversary, mm -hmm. like 10 years. Um, I've been with Big Grove uh, since 2015. Um, I worked for a distributor, and I actually recruited Big Grove when they opened or started recruiting them when they opened uh, in 2013 in Solon. And I was, you know, I grew up in Solon, uh, so just having a brewery in my hometown was just really incredibly exciting. I was wanting to make sure I'm like, oh, this is a brewery that, you know, I'd love to have in our portfolio. And it just it kept getting more and more unique. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just wasn't a brewery opening up. It was a world class restaurant. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Which seems like something, you know, maybe not too far-fetched, but in 2013, the idea of having an incredible food experience with beer wasn't really something you found a lot of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, original founders, Matt Swift, uh, his mother, Faye, and then Doug Getch, the original founders who opened Big Grove and... When I came on, you know, they were happy with just being a brew pub and just the restaurant itself. And I came on to say, you know what, we can do something more and something bigger. And just a few years later, we opened up Iowa City in 2017. And I don't know, have you been to either one of them along the way, like uh, when we first opened and first started? Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> I. Uh, this is probably oversharing, but... 
I am a huge fan of all the big groves and there is a big grove under construction in my home city here about a yeah. ha half a mile from my house. So I am going to become a big grove Cedar Rapids groupie, but um, I live about 17 miles from that original big grove in Solon. So it was a really fun bike ride for uh, like my group. We would bike there on Saturdays and then have a couple drinks, have lunch and then bike back. So and it's... Ref refresh me from Cedar Rapids to Solon. Where was, was the bike trail finished? When no, we, first we used to have to get on the highway, which oh, that's right. now I look at that and think, what the heck was I thinking? But um, <laughs> we did it. Those we made ditches it. were deep, too. <laughs> yes. oh my yeah, well, you know, it's it's always fun to hear, you know, like just the first ventures, because, you know, this explains people like, oh, good food. What's that mean? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I I. As a salesman for with uh, Big Grove, it became, you know, storytelling and all these incredible events like these beer dinners that mm -hmm. Chef Ben Smart was uh, coordinating, putting together when, you know, he was brought in with the group. He's also uh, one of the part, one of our partners, uh, him and Danny were made partners in 2017 when we opened up Iowa City. Mm. And uh, what Ben has done on the culinary side for us has just been just unheard of as far as just this level of execution, what he's done for our kitchen, uh, our culinary development, like our teams themselves has mm -hmm. become really sought after. I'm like, I don't, I always tell people like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a skinny kid, but I'm like, if you know that I get uh, excited about salads, you know, they're really good salads. <laughs> <laughs> people would kind of get a chuckle on that, but I'm like, yeah, there's approachable things like burgers and yeah. wings, but I'm like, they're the best burgers and wings. And then of course you get in the entrees and just, you know, down in Iowa City, having like an international kind of street food theme. And I got my first peek, uh, Kathy, at the uh, the Cedar Rapids venue last week with Chef Sean uh, Tolly. And I think you're going to, you're, you're being for some pretty cool surprises. Okay. I cannot it, wait. When, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it, after, you know, we've opened up in Iowa City and, you know, we kind of think we're done for a while. Cause I'm like, okay, this is big space. You know, it's a, the old, uh, University of Iowa surplus building. So it's, you know, massive of 20, they kill me if I don't know what's top of my head, 28,000, 20, 27,000 like that square feet. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of space. Mm -hmm. for It's massive. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, that's the other element to big grove is just the space. I'm like, it's just, it's so fun to watch people's, uh, facial expressions when they come around that corner in Iowa city. And it's just like this big gray box of a building. <laughs> and all of a sudden you walk around the back and you're like this magical patio garden. And everybody's just like, holy cow, what did I just walk into? And it's that <laughs> element of awe and surprise and just, you know, defying what expectations are when people have, you know, they enter your space. And it's, it's the hospitality too. I'm like, it's just amazing that, you know, I get to be a part of what the, on the service side with the bartenders and managers and everybody just like how much pride they put into, you know, serving people that, oh, you know, visit sure. us. So. And I also, you know, you said Iowa City and how massive it is, but I get that same awe feeling when I go into the Des Moines location because yeah. um, it just keeps, you know, you go around this corner and then you go around this corner and then there are all there's merchandise available. Then the bar is huge and, and plus, you know, amazing food. So I think Des Moines is as equally cool as Iowa City. So uh, 
on on a side note, I'm giddy for the Cedar Rapids location. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, like it's funny because now we're coming up here. Uh, literally, the week of Ragbri is when we opened up uh, Des Moines uh, location, and I, I'm you know it's a first time like my experience to open up a place as a as a partner with uh you know the rest of the owners. But I was on Ragbri um, that week, so I never got to be part of the first days yeah. and. Uh, which, you know, I kind of I tugged at my heart a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I'm like, I just love Rag right. <laughs> I was fine. And uh, yeah, in what they've accomplished there, you know, and that's like kind of the theme in Big Grove is, uh, you know, revitalizing old spaces and or old warehouse. And Des Moines was the Crescent Chevrolet building. And uh, there's a great story that was shared about, you know, a lot of the gentlemen who used to work in there when it was, uh, you know, like just an auto shop and just dealership. And, you know, seeing how it was, you know, things were repurposed and um, made in there, uh, made that space kind of alive again, because that building was empty for, you know, a very long time. So. And will you tell the listeners the location? Because obviously, you know, overnighting in Des Moines. So there's going to be hopefully the opportunity to come into that space. Yeah, so we're right in that Sherman Hill neighborhood. If you're familiar with uh, Ingersoll Avenue, um, it's uh, it's just such a beautiful little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And you know, our neighbor across the street is Lua. You know, Scott was our former lead brewer that you know they opened up theirs, their location. Uh, I think it was like a year and a half, two years before us over there too. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're going down Ingersoll right there, um, you'll see our patio just. Uh, shining in the night um again really cool beautiful space right there too so and it's if you haven't been to des moines um it is incredible like it has changed so much in the past 10 years Mm. and i just love going there for all the new food and locations i got there it's it's really it's a thriving it's a vibrant city now Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, it's the capital of the state. So I think riders are really going to be like in for a treat as far as just what you see as you ride in, seeing the capital and, you know, Big Grove is right there. Um, If people are riding in, do you have specific plans set up yet for Ragbri riders or are you still working on that? Well, I, I, looking at the route on how they'll kind of pull through into Des Moines, because that's coming from uh, Ames that day. Correct. And I, I really should have a map in front of me as we're talking. Um, it's straight down Highway 69, if that makes sense it, to you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not as familiar with all the, the roads and connections in Des Moines, because they're making the way to uh, Waterworks Park. Correct. And then... When they leave in the morning, they'll go down, you know, into that East Village area where they'll kind of come up that hill right in front of the uh, the Capitol, mm-hmm. which I imagine that's going to be pretty picturesque. If you're coming into the sunrise in the morning and you're mm-hmm. going up that hill, it's going to be pretty good scenery. Um, but, yeah, so Waterworks, you know, that park area, it is, you know, probably less than two miles away. Um, if you just go a little bit north and on Ingersoll Avenue. Okay. Um, and we'll have lots of maps and connections for everybody on the ride to mm-hmm. kind of share with people. And, uh, yeah, there'll be a great party down there. And we're going to have uh, one heck of a party at Big Grove, too. Um, so you know, plenty of space and uh, lots of cold beer for a hot day. So, of course, you know, Ragbury riders are in for a treat because as they cruise along the state – 
they are going to have access to your beers in more than just Iowa City and Des Moines. Um, I would say, I don't know what percent, but there's a ton of bars, restaurants, nightlife that will be serving Tailwind at le- at the very minimum, right? Yeah, you know, uh, we have, you know, I have a team of, uh, you know, five other people in our sales department that, you know, kind of go out in the world and they work on this for months. And, uh, you know, Tailwind is, you know, what we've hoped for is just, you know, a foot in the door to say, hey, you know, this is something we're super proud to support uh, Rye Rye with. And we hope that not just selling Tailwind in there, but we hope that, hey, we we make a, a new friend and a partner to do some business. And then uh, we show them like what we make year round that has, you know, built us to, you know, the success that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Easy Eddie is our number one seller. It's now the number one selling, uh, not just IPA in the state, but it's also the number one selling uh, craft brand. Oh, right. And nice. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a game changer for us. Um, it's just got, again, it's approachable, but it's, you know, when you think of hoppy beers, sometimes people get intimidated. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, not everybody likes something that's bitter. But Easy Eddie has got this really soft, like, bitterness, and it doesn't linger. And it's got this really great, like, mango, pineapple, really kind of tropical flavor to it. Mm-hmm. That's from, it's it's not from fruit, it's from the hops. And it's just, it's, it's really thirst quenching. It's, it's one of those beers that you can just drink two or three of, and, you know, your, your palate's not fatigued, and it's, uh, you know, it's just really pleasant. And I, I'm a definitely a big fan of Easy Eddie, but I'm a bigger fan of Citrus Surfer. It is <laughs> yeah. like, I, I can't, if I see it on the shelf, I have to drink it. Like, if I'm going to choose to have an alcoholic beverage, because it is so good. It is brand, it's, it's, it's very new for us this year. And, you know, you hope for the best and you, you try to make things that, cause not every, you know, maybe wants a, an arms race or an easy Eddie or another IPA. So you're like, Hey, what else kind of can bring more people into your family of, mm-hmm. you know, for them to try and citrus surfer. Um, it makes me wonder if you fast forward in a couple of years, it might be out selling easy Eddie because, uh, it is equally as drinkable and, uh, it's got a lower ABV, so mm-hmm. especially on, you know, hot days and where you can sit in the patio and drink a little bit more, you can have, you know, a few more of these. And um, it's kind of a, a hybrid between like, a, you know, a spiced wheat ale and then a, a shandy, except, mm-hmm. you know, the difference is ours is uh, it's made with real fruit. So the blood orange and a lemon are just, you know, really predominant and they just have great flavor versus, you know, some of the the mainstays like we generally use like artificial stuff or something like that but um yeah it's it's exciting to watch another beer um kind of take over our tanks and this is <laughs> this is leads to you know the next step for us is a uh, expansion in Iowa city where we're taking about two-thirds of our brewery and moving it across town just to be a, a production facility oh, um, wow. kind of off of highway six yeah. and it's going to be the system's going to be twice as big as Iowa city and um that'll kind of give us a, a breath of fresh air because we've been kind of every summer, we're just kind of barely getting our heads above water um, as far as keep up production. Of course, you know, summertime months are generally more consumption for beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this will be a very, very big undertaking that's going to hopefully be completed by the end of December. That's for awesome. us to kind of, yeah, get ready for next year. So 
it's a, a bunch of 250 barrel tanks, which to give you a scale, if you've been in Iowa City, that's uh, four times bigger than one of those tanks. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. massive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we, we're doing an addition on the building that we're moving into in Iowa City just so that uh, we can get the tanks in them. Uh, we couldn't do it in our current location. We'd have to... Like Either raise a roof. Yeah, we'd have to raise the roof or poke up, but of course we're part of a flight path with the airport, so we had limitations on oh, how sure. high we could go up. Yeah. So, well, back to um, you know refreshing beverages on Ragbri. The other one I wanted to mention because I usually ask you know the people I'm interviewing what their favorite beverage is, um, and right now it is Citrus Surfer. But a close second, like especially when it's really really hot out are the seltzers, and I just found out about the vodka seltzer called, I think it's just strawberry, strawberry squeeze or squeeze strawberry. Yep, it's a, it's a vodka strawberry uh, lemonade. Oh, my so gosh, it's, it's yeah. delicious. So we just released that um, last weekend. It's kind of a trial. This is a new path for us because this is a spirit-based, you know, it's a partnership with Cedar Ridge Distillery up there in Swisher. Mm-hmm. And um, then we also partnered with uh, Ebert's uh, Honey. Oh. So that's what kind of gives it that sweetened body to it that we all like with uh, a lemonade in the summertime. So, yeah, it's first week uh, of sales just at the tap rooms. It's not available in the market because we um, just, you know, just kind of a brand new path for us that generally we, we do trials at the, just the tap room before mm-hmm. we take them out in the market. So. Yeah, this one is it's it's been a really pleasant surprise. Again, you know, just like why you add a different type of you know beer to your portfolio. This is you know, we have a lot of people and maybe not our beer drinkers. So you know, mm-hmm. how do you bring them into your world and you know give them you know a really high quality experience like your beer? And you know, of course, partnering with a local farm and using like real ingredients and then a distillery like Cedar Ridge, uh, I think gives us a really good take on it. Definitely. And uh, something else I, I've been asking everybody who uh, is part of the brewery tour, there are people out there that do not consume alcohol. So I do know from experience that when you go to a Big Grove Brewery actual building, you have plenty of options for those who do not consume alcohol. So make sure that, you know, if you're one of those people, you have, you know, your spouse likes to drink a beer, you can definitely go and have a great experience as well. Oh, yeah. There are several uh, non-alcoholic options. Um, you know, if you go to Solon, there's this Italian cream soda that's become really popular. Mm. I've never even heard of these things, and there's a lot of those uh, made there. And then, uh, yeah, we offer several non-alcoholic. We're working on a project ourselves, but uh, you know, it's it's. I can't even speak to the science that goes behind like the non-alcoholic side of things to the level of the brewery is uh, grasping and you know tackling and. Mm-hmm. The one thing we just can't compromise the flavor just to have a non-alcoholic beer. So there will be uh, hopefully a release in the future for something made by Big Grove that's not alcoholic. But yeah, currently right now we uh, we you know support other breweries that are, are doing it right now currently. Excellent. And what's your favorite beverage? I know you probably can't pick a f- one favorite, but can you give us a favorite? Oh, I do this with my kids all the time. They say, you can't have a favorite kid. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> it changes every week, but uh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm spoiled because, you know, this the, the brewery makes such so many different styles that are just really well represented and done at a, a high level. Um, you know, I, 
probably have more arms race in my body than any other beer. Mm. Um, you know, that's probably one of my, my favorites of all time, but I'd say lately I've been drinking, uh, you know, the Iowa city lager cause mm. it's just an easy, refreshing, you know, delicate, um, well-balanced, good flavor. Um, it's a good, it's a good summer beer too. It's a good year round beer. Excellent. Well, if people want to, you know, do a little bit, do a little bit more research on Big Grove and all the various locations, where can they go? We'll go right to our website, uh, www.biggrove.com. And, of course, there will be selections for each one of the locations. And then within those locations, you can also select, you know, whether you're looking at the menu. So each location has its own personality with the menu. Mm -hmm. There might be some, like, familiar faces reappearing, like the pretzel. And... Uh, but, you know, the burger, you know, there's a lot of common uh, similarities with the burger. But, yeah, each menu has its own character. Um, each kitchen gets to kind of flex their muscles um, with things that they want to pursue. You know, um, every quarter, um, each one will change up the menu with, you know, things that they're getting seasonally, whether mm -hmm. that's from local farmers, um, you know, supplying them some, you know, fruits and vegetables and things like that. So easy enough biggrove.com to find out your favorite place and of course any ragbri writers out there um, you know see if you can hunt down the Iowa City location and the Des Moines location while you're on the ride or come back to Iowa when Cedar Rapids opens and I'll go have a beer with you right <laughs> yeah <laughs> well Chad thank you so much for coming on the podcast and um, I I'm speaking on behalf of all of the other beer drinkers that uh, we are very thankful Big Grove exists. Hey, well, I um, thank you so much. And, you know, this is uh, it, this is one of my favorite weeks. You know, I get the option, you know, I got a team that supports me and uh, I get tempted to do some other things. But once you do Ragbri, it's hard to imagine not, you know, missing it. Agreed. It's just like it's it's just such an incredible experience and journey. And like I just amount of friends that you get to see again uh, and then you know making new ones it's just something I won't miss in the world ever well listeners that is it for this week we both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the just go bike podcast and if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast or maybe you have a topic in mind. You can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on social media at justgobike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just, just go bike! bike.